Thank you for joining us on the RP Experience. I'm your host, Andrew Regenhardt, and today we have one of our preferred partners, Natalie Earp with Venture X Naples, and one of our top agents in the area, Jane Bond with the Bond Agency. We're super excited to have both you ladies in here. Thank you. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about co-worker space, all right, and how to create success within the real estate world. <clears throat> so uh, first off, Natalie, can you give the listeners just a little background on who you are? Yeah. So I'm Natalie. I'm the director here at VentureX. I'm <laughs> from Boston, Massachusetts. I moved here in 2011 to attend high school, and then I went to Florida Gulf Coast University, um, and I've been living here in Fort Myers with my boyfriend and my two dogs. Awesome. Wow. Fantastic. And uh, Jane, obviously, uh, I think most people in this town probably already know who you are, but give the listeners a little update on who you are. Oh, that's nice that you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is Jane Bond. I have been here in Naples since 2008. I became a realtor in 2010, Um, came here from Philadelphia by way of New York, Uh, discovered that Naples existed didn't know it exists i didn't even know there was a west coast of florida <laughs> because i'm from the east coast in the northern corridor and um once i arrived here i was like really surprised and fell in love with it so i've it been here what 14 years now yeah, yeah. Wow. well it's uh it's contagious everyone comes here and they don't want to leave right yes so it's perfect for for people in the real estate realm right more, uh, more opportunities. So, well, great. Well, um, this is a unique podcast podcast. Um, since I get to have two of my coworkers in the sense yes. beyond here, um, we're all here at venture X in the podcast studio and, uh, it's been pretty amazing. Obviously, um, we get to work one-on-one, we get to see mm-hmm. each other every single day. And then, uh, you know, Natalie, obviously you guys have been helping us and we did a, a beautiful, uh, event here, uh, for real producers. So, um, we're really blessed to be here and uh, we, we love it here and the feedback i mean you probably get this from absolutely clients coming in and stuff it's it's been tremendous i mean they come in they just they're like you know jaw dropped like wow, wow. you know like it is a wow factor it is they yeah. just did such a good job here mm-hmm. so um now what what is a co-working space just simple one sentence it's just a group of businesses in different industries that come together and work under one roof and when I first started, I had no idea what co-working was. I was like, oh, it's a job. I get to sit at the front desk, and it's going to be great. And then just every single day learning and watching this place being built from the ground up, I, it's just opened my eyes to this whole different world that I had no idea about. And the fact that I get to come to work and meet Jane Bond or come and be on this podcast, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable that, like, although I run this place, I'm also just a part of that co-working world mm-hmm. and just taking everything that I can from all different businesses. So. You hit the nail on the head. There's so many yeah. people in here with so many different backgrounds and, you know, all the different connections and stuff. It's it's marvelous. I mean, Absolutely. every day you can yeah. meet yeah. someone new and, you know, get on a conversation. You don't even know where it's going to go. Exactly. How and fun. then when they leave, somebody else comes in. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, too. Revolving door. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wh- what now? How long was the first one? Because there was one in Mercado area, right? Mm-hmm. And then this one's brand new and beautiful. But like, how long was the Mercado one in place? And, and why did you guys decide to create the second one? So the Mercado one opened in 2012 by our owner, Brett and David Diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, and we basically just outgrew it. It came to a point where they had sold it after four years, I believe, um, to UFG, United Franchise Group. Um, and just expanded into over 120 plus locations from like Mexico to Dubai to England. And it just grew, just grew. 
Um, and we moved here because we saw the opportunity to build this beautiful building with the Luckerts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been fantastic. I mean, we got to meet you guys, so happy <laughs> that it happened. It is fantastic. 120 locations. Mm-hmm. Now, how does that work? I know you guys mentioned it when I first joined about being able to go another VentureX, but mm. I've not yet. Uh, I hope sometimes I can go check out another one. Yeah. I don't think you can beat this one, though. But, like, how does that all work? <laughs> yeah, so basically what you can do is, for example, you both are private office members. So if you were to go to the one in London, I think it's in Cheswick. And if you're from England and I pronounced that wrong, I'm so <laughs> sorry. My boyfriend's English and I feel bad. Um, but you just got back from there. You should know. Yeah, <laughs> But it's at Cheswick Park, so if you were to go there, um, if they have an office open, you can go ahead and use it. Um, Some VentureX are different where they'll just allow you to use their their community space. So it kind of just depends on the VentureX and what they allow you to use. But yeah, you walk in there, you say, hi, I'm Andrew from VentureX Naples, and they're like, oh, welcome. And then they show you around, and you're a member there, too. Yeah, so... That's now, really cool. you, you've been traveling a lot. Have you tapped into that? Have you been able to uh, check out another Venture Um, You know, I, I didn't even look to see if there was one in England. I just left England also. But I have to be honest with you, it was so cold there. I didn't <laughs> want to go anywhere. <laughs> I was so cold the whole time I was there. I didn't want to go anywhere. But cold but, today. Um, yeah, cold today here in Florida, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. But um, Venturex is just amazing. I mean, like I, like you said, I don't think there's any of them that will top this one. Mm-mm. So, really no, I haven't had the opportunity to s- visit any of their uh, sister offices. Um, I'll be in Philadelphia next week, so I don't know. Is there one in Philadelphia? We have Ooh, to check. putting her on the I spot. Know. I mean, ah. I would assume so. We're all over it's the world. It's probably in the so suburbs somewhere, though. Somewhere. I'm yeah. sorry, the Philadelphia office. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 120, that's hard to remember. We, I mean, <laughs> we, have a, we have over 100 franchises within Real Producers, and I can't remember all them all. Well, I, mean, I know there's one of those in Philadelphia. <laughs> there is. That's for sure. <laughs> Most major ones have them now. Yeah. Now, the growth has been tremendous. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys obviously had a full or like I, I, I don't know for for a fact, but I know you guys had a lot of people that were in the other one and a few came over here. But there was when we when I first got in here, there was pretty open. Yeah. You know, you were trying to really sell it out and stuff. And it's like full. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys have Completely. like went from zero to yeah. 100 in yeah. like overnight, I feel like. And why do you think it is? Because of our sales girl. She is fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to Plug. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I, it's really just we kind of sit back and we talk about it like with the owner being like, all right, is it social media? Is it just word of mouth? Is it people driving by? And it's just a collection of all of that because people will come in being like, oh, I know this person. And they mentioned this at, you know, a, a bar we were at the other night. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and they view the space. And I feel like once you walk in here, you can't not mm-hmm. sign the contract like you mentioned in your it sells itself. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a even like people that drop off for DoorDash. They're like, wait, what is this place? Oh, man, like my dad really should like check this out. And then next thing you know, they're coming in here being like, hey, my daughter delivered food to you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like it's just. Uh, word of mouth word of mouth yeah. yeah that's crazy that's super cool though i mean I, every single time anyone comes in, comes on the podcast for example right or they come and we have a meeting or something like that they're like this is the coolest the place coolest. in yes. naples i mean it's like one way or another they're saying that line you yeah, know which absolutely. is so impressive and you know kudos to to brett and david and and everyone obviously that was a part of this it's it's beautiful absolutely so. yeah, definitely i think my favorite part of this is that it's anyone between like young entrepreneurs just starting out to more established businesses and they all kind of fit under the one roof and it has like this cool vibe where it's not too trendy 
where the older like generations like oh, we don't want co-working this isn't what we want we want more of an established place but it's not like you know your classic brick and mortar you know right. weird desks and everything that um classic offices have so that the younger people come in and i don't know i like it Mm-hmm. Like the blend that we have going on here. Yeah. It feels like a hybrid of like a um, hippie coffee shop mixed with a corporate like, con- like you know, building or whatever. Absolutely, like, you know, yeah. it's like blended the two together and um, added some some, sp- some spice on the top. Yeah, I think it's perfect. Oh, I love it. I, I, <laughs> I personally love being here. When I get up to come to work, I'm like, oh. I have a cool spot. (laughs) Yeah, I love this place. I'll tell you, I saw it being built. And actually, I was cruising, you know, internet, Instagram, and I kept seeing pictures of it. And I said to myself, is this in Naples? Can't be in Naples. Yeah. But it's Venture X. Well, I knew you had one in Mercado. And then I started looking and seeing it. And I think it was maybe a half halfway built. And I went, you know, I'm calling them. Mm -hmm. And I called. And I spoke to, I think her name was Kara, Kiara? Kiana. Kiana. She was here. And I came here and I looked around. I said, when you start showing or when I can come in with a hard hat, I'll be there. And she called me. She said, you can come in. I think it was like April, maybe March. Yeah. She said, well, we open in April. I said, I'll be here in May. Wow. And I got an office right away. Yeah. And I was able to choose my office because there was nobody (laughs) here. And I was so excited. And, um. Coming here is like, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. It's cool. It's modern. It's a lot of light, and it's all natural, too. Mm-hmm. You feel very good here. We get to use the podcast studio. Amazing training room, mm-hmm. which I utilized today, <laughs> you know, that I haven't used, uh, utilized yeah. in a while, but I utilized it before. And not only that, I mean, when you come here, you have access 24 hours. Mm-hmm. The people that you have on your staff or, you know, within your group, they have access. They love it. Mm-hmm. And at night is the best. I'm here at night a lot. Mm-hmm. And the view is just incredible. It is beautiful. Yeah. It and it's, it's just very natural. You feel very calm here. It's a very calming place. It's a garden. I yeah. mean, how many live, like, plants Walls do you have? Yeah. Well, like, everything's <laughs> yeah, living, I, I feel yeah. like. That's the one yeah. thing I walked in and I, I felt like I could still breathe. And most of the time when right. you get to the third floor of a building, at that point, it's pretty stuffy and it's, you know, the same air Absolutely. over and over. Yeah. It's like you breathe and you're like, this is awesome. After a long day of work, that's that's important. Yeah, yeah I think that was definitely a huge aspect of building this place is David Diamond. He was like, we have to bring the outside in. Like, I just want this place littered with uh, plants and the moss walls. Everything's alive, which is unbelievable. It's beautiful. So, yeah, so thanks, Plant the Future, for that one. I <laughs> need the social quick. area. The social area is fantastic. You know, I've seen you do an event here. I've had my book signing mm-hmm. here. People come here and go, wow. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they say, wow, this exists here? Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my office. <laughs> well, book signing. All right, let's talk about that. that. Is so impressive. You're an author, right? Not only are yes. you involved in real estate, and you know, before we get into the book, actually, how long? Like, were you always passionate about real estate? How did you get into real estate? Well, I come from several backgrounds. I mean, you know, as a professional, but you know, the the backgrounds I fell in love with and the careers I had in the past was entertainment. Entertainment was one of my. I mean, I always saw myself behind the scenes, even though people would put me in front of the camera. I always felt I wanted to be behind the camera and figure out what was going on back there. So I became an entertainment manager in New York City, and that's what I did before I came here. But I loved managing people. I loved to see how people moved in their everyday lives and and people that 
um, would express their goals or dreams to me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a part of that for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I just felt like I could make it happen right. for whomever I came into yeah. contact with. Because a huge a part of me, yeah. yeah, a huge part of me is service, mm-hmm. and a huge part of me is networking and connecting people and connecting the dots. So I think yeah. that was very important for me. So when I came to Naples, um, I had my license in New York, mm-hmm. and I worked in real estate for a stint because before that I was an interior designer. So mm-hmm. I have had many lives. Uh-huh. Um, and loved every last one of them, trust mm-hmm. me. <laughs> but when I came to Naples, uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I, have, I was a new bride, and, and I tr- had to figure it out. And I didn't even know this place existed. I knew it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I knew um, there was a beach. And, and what was I going to do? Because right. I'm a city girl. Mm-hmm. More so than anything, I walked everywhere because mm-hmm. I lived in Manhattan for 15 years. Yeah. So, you know, I saw that um, the market was crashing. You know, when I came here, it was 2008, and the market started tanking really bad. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what am I going to do when I now I'm living in Naples? Mm-hmm. Real estate. What goes down must come up. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me think about getting into real estate, and then I just jumped full force. And I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning. Trust me, I was, like, chasing my tail. I was, like, on a hamster wheel, mm-hmm. you know, like so many other new agents. And um, pretty much that's why I wrote the book because I wanted to tell my story of the rise, mm-hmm. you know, going through the ranks and watching, you know, agents, you know, huge agents here, you know, Michael Lawler, Karen Van Arsdale, I mean, agents that are major, and right. I'm watching them, and I'm downtown working for Sotheby's, working at Broad Avenue office, and I'm watching these agents have tremendous success. Yeah. And all I could think of is, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to I do what they're doing, you know, and I was asked to be on several teams, as a buyer's agent, you know, as I climb, and I thought, no, I want to be what I want to do. What they're doing, I want to <laughs> list property. Yeah, that seems like the real deal. Yeah, and that's what I ended up doing. I figured it out. You know, hired a couple professionals. You know, when you don't know something, you hire the people that do know it, even right. though you can't afford them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're hoping you're going to make the money to pay them. Yep. So that's what I did, and um, you know, as I grew, as I climbed my way, and and worked with some of the best and some of the biggest that are here. You know, and what we, what I called, you know, they were superstars to me. You know, here it is. I came to a place nobody looked like me, but I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and break in and start talking to people. And I networked every bone in my body to meet people and talk to people. And I guess that's why I'm so personable. Mm-hmm. With, you know, everybody I meet, I talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how it happened. And then, you know, as I grew in the business and started talking to other agents, I started seeing what was missing. And I thought, well, maybe if I tell my story, because that part was missing for me. Right. If I tell my story and put, a, put the inspiration behind it, you know, and um, share with them how to go about it the right way, mm-hmm. you know, there's no magic potion. you got to do the work. Right. There's a lot of work in being a real estate agent, you know, and understanding customer service. We get in this business and we think, oh, we'll go show a house and we'll tell, there's the bathroom, there's the kitchen. Oh, no, it's the customer service behind it and the experience that we give people. And once they have that experience with you and you're the expert and you give value at, people want to hire you. Mm-hmm. And that's how it works. You know, so that's, that's what, so true. Yeah, that's what my book is about. My book is about understanding the business that you're in, understanding that you are actually a salesperson mm-hmm. and you have to be good at what you do. Mm-hmm. And I inspire them by telling them my story. And it's just my story. You led by example, though. Yeah. 
I, I well, yeah, I guess so. And it's funny too. <laughs> so that's what I'm told. I'm funny. So and I didn't. <laughs> I mean, know she that. always makes me laugh here in the office. But oh, I haven't read the book you. yet. So, but uh, you do. Uh, you do make us all laugh. So that's for sure. Thank you. Um, now, now tell. So it's it's obviously examples. It's it's what you did right throughout the the your career in real estate. But um, what else does the book uh, talk about? The name is obviously how it's how to list your first million dollar list. No, I screwed that up. That's all right. How, it's how to land your first land. million dollar list. Land, not list. Land, not land. L and L, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so what else in in the the meat and potatoes of the book is there? Well, it's about, you know, being having constancy with purpose okay. and being, you know, consistent and following up and being a professional, you know, and showing up properly, you know, whether it's the way you dress, the way you speak, the way you express your thoughts, how you articulate what you need to say to people and sharing with them what you're going to do, what you actually are going to do to get their property sold. People mm -hmm. want to know. You're talking about people's, you know, somebody's biggest asset they will ever own, mm -hmm. which is a lot of money. And that asset might help you be financial, you know, achieve financial freedom. Right. So you know, it's a give and take. You got to give them what they need, which is your customer service, your expertise, and add you know, value add. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know that, how can you service these people, especially sa financially savvy people? And because we live in a market, you know, like Naples, uh, one is the high, what is it, highest per capita? Yeah, most billionaires per capita, I think. Wealthy yeah. people that live here, well, this is not their first pony ride. Mm -hmm. They can suss out fear. They can suss out someone that's not, you know, confident in what they do. Mm -hmm. And they know if you're not, you're an expert or not. They're used to hang, having yes people around them. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. want someone that can get the job done and get yeah. the job done properly. Yep. And that's pretty much what my book talks about. It talks about, you know, having an itinerary, understanding that you need to follow up and call people back. Understanding that you can't be tardy. Tardy is for amateurs. You mm -hmm. must be on time, mm -hmm. you know, and, and knowing your business, knowing your market and giving them the correct and the right customer service and an experience. Mm -hmm. You know, today, all the agents, they talk about, oh, I want to be in the luxury. I want to be in a luxury. Well, luxury is an experience. It's not a price <laughs> point. <laughs> exactly. You know, and a lot of them get that confused. And um, that's what I try to share with them mostly in my book. I think the meat and potatoes is understanding that you are a professional and that you deliver service and give someone the experience that you would want mm -hmm. if they were, you know, spending a lot of money with you. Treat others like you'd like to be treated, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. And go further. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 110%, 120%. 50. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Overachiever. <laughs> I love it. Now, you were in the training room earlier today, already on camera. So she's she's warmed up. She's ready to go. Uh. Um, but uh, what, what other training are you doing and what are you providing for agents? Um, well, actually, we were starting from scratch with understanding how to prospect oh, okay. and preparing yourself to actually be on the phones because it could be very arduous, you know, and um, it's very repetitive and, and you have to be brave, you know, and I wasn't at first. I would think people could see me, <laughs> but I know they couldn't, yeah. you know, and then you're dealing with so many different personalities when the phone, when someone picks up the phone mm -hmm. and learning how to shift when you hear that and not you know, get on the same page with them. And, you know, if, if they're upset, you have to know how to diffuse that situation. So you can call them back because it's 40 or 50 of us calling at the same time in the morning. Mm -hmm. And this is what prospecting about, you know, when you get a call, you get about 10, 12, 15 calls a day. Yeah. I was going to say, I just from working with you, the co-working spot, like 
the one thing that you've taught me that's changed my life, which you have, is oh. like to lead with confidence. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm six feet tall. And I never wore heels growing up. I was right. like, oh, too tall, I'm too tall. I'm going to make myself smaller. I wear four-inch heels every single day I now. know, I and see I, you. Every, it's just, so if you can learn anything from Jane Bond, mm. it's just Thank you. Oh, that's that. great. That yeah. means you heard me. I did. I know. Seriously. I mean, hey, oh, all my money's you. going through shoes now, but. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But it's, it's so important, you know, like the new show, Selling Tampa, I mentored some of those girls. And when I see them, I'm, I'm excited for them. I'm happy that they're, you know, they're out there and they're doing the right things. And, you know, and they, they heard me, you know, the, there was no one speaking to the agents, sharing with them. You got to show up. Mm-hmm. You got to understand the type of customer you're dealing with. And I had to learn that, you know, from every stage, from selling a $90,000 condo to selling, you know, a $9 million condo. Mm-hmm. And know that the conversation changes, but the service never changes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes we get in our heads as agents, and I'm saying I was guilty of it. Oh, God, they're only spending 300000 Well, 300000 is a lot of money to a lot of different people, mm-hmm. and you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that comes from foundation, mm-hmm. you know, how you grew up, if you know how to, if you understand that you must respect sp- People's money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. I didn't grow up in a $300,000 house. I don't even know where I got that from at that point. Yeah. You know? But, you know, it happens. And and it also is because we're in this area. You know, like. That's true. Uh, it's, just a, it's just the nature of the beast in the sense that Naples, I mean, $300,000 doesn't really get you almost anything. I mean, literally. The, Anymore. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when the market crashed, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a quarter, you know, quarter. uh quarter of an acre, little baby lot, you know, Mm -hmm. one eighth of an acre, like very small lots you can't even get for 300. Right. right? And so, you know, when you do, you know, a deal like that versus then you're doing a deal that's like you said, 9 million, 10 Mm -hmm. million or whatever, it's very different, right? Very different. You have to keep that, that even keel and and treat the client with the same service. Same service, you know, and I go about, you know, beyond and above for any customer. It doesn't matter. And even if they're not a customer and they're just somebody that needs help, or someone I feel like I could give them some, some advice to mm-hmm. with their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I live a life of servitude, and I'm very um, grateful to all that I've been blessed with. So I feel like I always have to give back. I mean, it's not pressure. It's just it's very effortless with me. If I talk to someone, it's like Natalie. When I first met her, I thought she was absolutely stunning. And we had a conversation. And the result is she feels very confident. Mm-hmm. If nothing else... <laughs> You know, and she feels good. Mm-hmm. And I, I went through that. Yeah. I'm 5'11", shoes on 6'3", yeah. like today. But she's taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> and thinner. I was so just going to say, if you taller. both have heels on, right. I actually might be the shortest at that <laughs> point, all right? And I've never been called. I take that back. The one time, fun fact, in college, I was the shortest guy in my house. There was four oh of us. God. And I was, I'm 6'2", six, 6'3", depending, you know, and uh, right in between and... I was the shortest. Finally, we got a shorter roommate. But <laughs> yeah, I would I would be the short one if you guys both had heels. And I love it. We Can all you imagine level. going out with people mm-hmm. and you're the tallest person and everyone is like mm-hmm. five, You're just eight. scrunching down. And yeah, mm-hmm. and you're the tallest. Yeah. Even if your boyfriend or your husband is a little smaller. <laughs> if you were single, right? No, that's perfect. You can look over everyone and find the, the cutest the boy that, yeah. right yeah. away, right? <laughs> ah, I got my eye on you because they can't see it. <laughs> yeah. It works to your advantage, right? Yeah. But you are somewhat <laughs> insecure as a female being tall is it has not always been looked upon as you know being a gazelle mm-hmm. you know yeah. until the model thing came out i think in the 90s that's when you really noticed that these were 
like unbelievable women and they were five eleven mm -hmm. six feet three with shoes on and um you know you have to kind of pull your shoulders know, yeah. back because when you're tall you round your shoulders off because you want to be shorter mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i always wanted to be five eight mm -hmm. that was not happening <laughs> I don't know. My dad said he shrunk with age, but <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe, maybe eventually. He always says, "I started at five eleven, and I'm five nine now." So no, I, I don't know. In the hot days, in the hot days. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, if I want to ask you, you're an author of a book that obviously has impacted a lot of people. Besides your book, if you were going to give three books, or maybe just a couple of your favorite books, if you were going to gift them to someone that you think would impact a person's life, what were a couple books you'd give? Um, I guess one would be Seven Levels of Communication. Very simple. Great read. Real quick. And when I think about books, I always think about real estate agents, so I'm sorry. Um, another book I would do would be ESO, which is Entrepreneurs, um, again, thinking, oh, wow, I don't know the is acronym system? now. No, Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. No, it's not. That's EOS. It is EOS. Yeah, it, uh, uh, internet, uh, Entrepreneur Entrepreneurs Operating System. Operating Systems. Yep. Entrepreneurs, uh, Entrepreneurs Operating System. Fantastic book. Mm -hmm. It actually is a series of books, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've read a few of them. Um, another one probably would be... B to B is it? I think it's B to B. I've never heard. Yeah, of read I think them. it's B to B. Yeah, I think that would be the three books I would recommend. Awesome. You know, and if you're a real estate agent, of course, read Gary Keller's book. You know, the Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Mm -hmm. Besides mine, How to Land Your <laughs> First Million Dollar Listing. Plug. Let's yes. get it. We'll get it like on a, Amazon. Right. No. <laughs> I love it. Now, w what's on the What's on the agenda? What's on the horizon for VentureX, the bond agency? What's going on? What's next? Um, do more events at VentureX because it's an amazing social space. Uh, of course, we it holds 300 people. I haven't filled it up, but you have, and I've <laughs> seen it work. <laughs> um, we did get it pretty full in here. Yeah, yeah, and it's a beautiful thing, especially when you have great catering. Um, <laughs> the bond agency is um, growing. Okay. We're looking for really good, solid agents that want to be with a company where we don't have to hold their hand. You know, um, we definitely give you amazing training. We're all set up for that. And we have a huge project that we're working on. Um, we're not going to talk about that right now, but it will be it will come to light very soon. Um, I took on a new partner, uh, not in my agency, but for the project. And we're very excited. It's cool. And um, that's what we have on the horizon. I love it. <laughs> I love it. What about for VentureX? Well, I feel like we filled up way faster than <laughs> yeah. we had ever imagined. But um, right now we're going through renew renewals already. Ah. So probably just making sure everyone stays because yeah. we love every single one of our members. Um, and we do have a few dedicated desks left. So yeah. probably just selling those. Yeah. And just, you know, Oh, those will be gone in a heartbeat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it, it's unbelievable how quick this is. I'm, I'm on it's the wait insane. list for a different office now. <laughs> and I'm like chomping at the bit. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. So, uh, Me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? We got to choose them. And now we want to move. And yeah. like, they're all getting filled up. So um, I have to ask, where's the next place you're going to go eat? Because, Jane, we keep running each other. I feel like every weekend we're at the same restaurant. I know. So what's, what's I walked next? in I was like, is that Andrew? <laughs> I, I don't know where I or, or, or the girlfriend wants to go. Let's be real here. I'm not picking these places. <laughs> right? uh, it's where she wants to eat. So date night was at Chops and it was amazing. It was, it great was food. amazing. And uh, I was. just don't know. No next. But there's such good food. So I love Chops. 
You know, we went to the new Del Mar on Fifth Avenue yeah. for a drink prior, to, you know, before we went to uh, Chops. Yeah. Fabulous. Yes, the drinks are good, but the food is really good. But the building, what's in the house is gorgeous. They have really oh, modernized it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. so beautiful. Um, if I had one thing to say bad about it, I hate, hate the... Um, the sports television <laughs> oh you don't like it's TV. such a well, I, I, yeah. it's such an elegant restaurant i think yeah. why why, why well, are we upstairs, doing upstairs there's none i don't know but i think it's just downstairs by any. the bar it yeah. should just be cool videos on with great music yeah but the, you know the landscape has changed that you see a lot of young people coming in yeah. and you can tell there's a lot of people that aren't from naples here yeah you know, the way they dress you can tell oh wow yeah <laughs> and 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 it's really nice to see it and the outside was packed out so that's our next place. Next Saturday we have this Saturday we have dinner there. I love it. I'll see it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, we did go and it was amazing. The lobster. Yes. Uh, we got a, our clerks got the lobster um, pasta. It was, was unbelievable. It? Uh, yeah, we can tell who's who's visiting because they're in short sleeves and we're all in like Freezing. sweaters and and parkas down here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's crazy. So um, now you both were just traveling overseas, vacation spots where you guys got anywhere. You were overseas with your boyfriend, correct? His yeah, first time was, going over there. Well, I've li I lived over there, so oh, it was my first time. about that. But I'm seasoned. A seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I met, I met the boyfriend's family. Oh, that's exciting. Great. He lives mm. in the countryside. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, I would move there in a heartbeat. He thinks very differently. But <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isn't it always yeah. the grass is greener, greener on the other side? He's been there. He probably thinks He's nah. been there, done that. He was like, I want the warmth. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Which true. I get. But I, I'm, I'm a gloomy person. I like the gloom and the <laughs> rain and being on a farm. And that that's where I'm happy. Uh -huh. so. Interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. I nice. lived in Washington. They have plenty of that out there. <laughs> yeah, that northeast <laughs> corridor. You yeah. Go there now. Yeah. <laughs> Jane, do you have anywhere uh, that you're traveling to in the, the um, near future? No, I'm, I plan on staying here for a while only because my uh, last trip outside the country was a lot. That's when, the, you know, Omnicrom came and oh, yeah. we got to the airport and they said, oh, no, you're, you're, uh, you're negative, you know, test you took. You have to do it in 24 hours instead of, you know, 48 mm. hours. They sent us on our way. We had to do it in 30 minutes to get back and get on our flight. It was just nerve-wracking and very stressful. And I said, no, I won't be going. I even turned down a speaking engagement back over there January 25th. I said, no, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. That's and crazy. that was booked for a long time. But it, it was nice. I mean, we went to Carousel. We went to uh, Barbados, then England. And, you know, this was a disaster. I told you we went home from Philadelphia. Yeah. And all hell broke loose. Oh, man. So. That's an interesting. Uh, it's the time we live in where yes. traveling international is just one that's, I mean, traveling in general. I mean, every time traveling it, uh, you know, if you have to do it for work or you do it for pleasure, yeah. it's just a, it's a burden at this point, but it's uh, the world we live in. Yeah, so it's a lot of work. It's it a lot is. of work. Um, well, it was, it's been an absolute pleasure having both yeah. of you ladies on here. We're already out of time, which is unbelievable. I wish we could go on for another half hour. But uh, uh, thank you both uh, for joining us on the RP experience here at VentureX. Oh. Thank you for okay. having us. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, as always, Southwest Florida Real Producers is extremely thrilled to have you all on here. And we're pumped to bring real producers on air. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you.